so many people do like think they're not part of something or they feel so alone in their struggle or in their whatever mental thing they're going through, which mm-hmm. pretty much everyone is dealing with that I know anyway, right? Like, yeah. it's, there's a sadness and it's, it's like knowing that you're not alone and that there are these sources around you that can help and that are listening. Tree, trees. Or, yeah. Or, or whatever. Sun, or whatever yeah. you pray yeah. to, you know, whether it's a, you know, a deity or whether it's, you know, universe or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, here I am. Here I am. I don't feel like a, like I'm weird for going and talking to trees. I'm a hustler. It's really weird because I'm not really speaking to you in front of me. But I have to think of you as in front of me because if I don't, then I won't be able to speak to you. How you doing? I've been a hustler though for a long time. Yeah. I'm getting like just weary of it. Atlanta is over and done with. Let's assume it was a wonderful show. We're continuing on. Me, Astronautilus, and Bluebird, we're continuing on tonight. When you're listening to this, this is that's Wednesday night, the 17th. We are in Pensacola, Florida at the Vinyl Music Hall. The 18th, tomorrow night, uh, December 18th, we are in Jacksonville at Jack Rabbit's. The 19th, we are in Orlando at Back Booth. The 20th of December, we are in Tampa, Florida, or Ebor, Florida, Ibor, whatever the hell it's called, at the Orpheum. Come and fuck with us. You will not regret it. It's a good night. It's a good time for all many to be had. Getting in preparation of the Christmas spirit. There's that whole vibe there going on. Uh, lots of silky t- uh, tinsel and whatnot uh, hung strewn about this is Yoni Wolf you have tuned into the correct place you're listening to the Wandering Wolf podcast it's my pleasure to bring this to you if you haven't seen it yet oh shit I got a brand new website you guys thewanderingwolfpodcast.com peep game my friend Brian Cross helped me put it together there's some art on there by Andy Miller Uh, the new logo Andy Miller logo is hot I got t-shirts of that Andy Miller logo, baby. The new Wandering Wolf logo. Looking hot, hanging around in some foliage with uh, universe hair. You can peep that on thewanderingwolfpodcast.com. You can buy that. You can donate to the podcast there. You can buy my brand new covers tape. A lot of you have already done that. The tapes are possibly gone by the time you're hearing this. Now, I, I, I think... Probably. Maybe not. Give it a shot. Give it a shot, okay? But you can always buy Dig, digital, that is, uh, on there and enjoy that covers tape, which I put so much of my heart and soul and time into. You can also go back and purchase old dope on my Bandcamp, yonywolf.bandcamp.com, and uh, see what, what uh, spoils for Christmas season I have there for you to purchase. The t-shirt, you got to get through the website and then it goes to the uh, Impact Merch website. I don't need to explain the construction of how things work on the internet with links and stuff, but it'll, it'll be obvious 
what happens there. But you're going to want that for Christmas time. Um, I mean, you're going to layer. You're going to have to layer over that. You know, I didn't have the findings get into the sweatshirts and the hoodies. You can let me know if that's the sort of thing you'd be into, and we can see if we can make that happen for the future. But for now, we'll just do the T-shirt. You know what? Fuck! Maybe I should do a tote bag. When you're hearing this, there may be a tote bag up too. We'll see. Uh, or something like that. All right. That's it for my for this Christmas spoils, things that you can purchase and bring back home uh, as if you were a pillaging, a lone pillaging band of Vikings or something like that. I'm in the house right now, pacing, as I tend to do, uh, getting ready for this tour that I'm already on when you're hearing this, but uh, you're, you're now stepping back a few days in time, a couple days in time, to when I'm not yet traveling. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I need this goddamn sunlight. The D3 pills that I take, they don't, I don't need that. I think they might be even giving me gas. They're not really doing the trick. Uh, they're not making me feel satisfied. I still crave sunshine. Do you feel that way in the wintertime? I definitely do. And I'm still, I'm still planning on going somewhere this winter before, uh, before the spring hits lovely in Cincinnati. Getting, going somewhere where the sun is. What else to say about life? I don't know, man. I've, I've just been, I've still been kind of slow since the cover state. But I, I do feel uh, that there's a, there's a horizon not too far in the distance that where I see myself uh, working full days and, and going from project to project and feeling good about it. I saw something on the internet that my buddy Will Bryant posted. Uh, it was just a little graphic that said, I make art um, because it helps me not feel sad or something like that. I butchered the, the wording, but I feel that way. I do. And that's like a, t- a Tumblr uh, meme or something that, that uh, you would see. But it's true. But it's true. Um, and maybe you feel that way too. My guest today, Donna Rubin is my yoga teacher. I mean, this is, I, you know, I've been to many yoga classes throughout my life, and I started going to yoga in Berkeley, I guess, when I lived out in Oakland. Uh, I think the first yoga classes that I, that I tried ever were at, at uh, the University of Berkeley, University of California, Berkeley, with my girlfriend at the time, uh, Anna, who, uh, who's, you can find on this podcast uh, and it, she's an alum of two episodes, Anna Stewart, and and she she uh, I guess she had some kind of membership to the university uh, workout place or something. So there were some classes there that I tried out, and I uh, I sort of enjoyed it. It's very difficult to get into when you first start because y- you know you're, you're contorting your body in all these ways that you're not used to and. You know, you breathe heavy and you you hold your breath and do all that. But but once you do it for for a long time and you get used to the 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 postures and stuff, um, it becomes something that's that's very very therapeutic. Uh, you know, I, it, it's really all about the breath, and and any yoga teacher will tell you that. Um, it's it's all about. You know, just maintaining that that in and out, and that's your that's your power source. Uh, that that's your 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 source of 
um, stamina, all that stuff. So that's really what I think about when I go in for an hour 15 class or whatever. I'm focused on breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. And the movements are coordinated with that. Okay, but their 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 foliage, you know, extending from that that rooted trunk of breath. Okay, that pillar. Um. So yeah, and and I I talked to Donna about this, but I I do need to start getting into a daily practice as opposed to just um, you know, doing it on Wednesday nights and Sunday afternoons. Uh, the, those are those are great, and they always make me feel great, and I can't wait to go every time. But uh, yeah, I think a daily practice would probably be beneficial. And you know, I always talk about getting into meditation too, and I dabble in that as well. But the movement stuff for me is easier to fathom. It, it's kind of like um, it, it's a bit of a distraction in and of itself from. Um, the fact that you're not supposed to be distracted or something like that. It, it just it keeps, keeps everything moving, but you still can blank out. And I do most times that I'm in there. Um, okay, that's, it. that's about it about yoga. Thank you, everyone that's been buying these, these, uh, these cover tapes. And I'll, I'll, uh, they'll, be, they'll be sent out to you before I leave which is yesterday or whatever. Um, this, the whole time thing is, is kind of messing with me a little bit, but you know what I'm saying, because I'm in the past right now. Okay, uh, that's it. I, I, that's it. The, 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 the conversation goes, goes all over the place. I think that's Donna's personality, uh, and I, I don't, I don't, I'm not judging that as a, as a bad or good thing. It's just how she is. She's, she's a little bit like... Um, tangential and it, it works for her it works for her um so be prepared for that and uh uh just you know just go with the flow here just go with us go with us on this journey and uh dig this conversation with donna rubin i kind of hate yoga so Good. Interesting. That's a good way to start. That's, In a way. That's going to be the way we started. What does that mean? Not really. I not hate it, but I don't like talking about it, I guess. Okay. Why not? Um, I don't want to like to experience it with people more. Like, I kind of want, I like to hear what other people, like if you're a student, like to hear what your experience of it is. I don't want to be like Tell people what you. to do. Yeah. You don't want to be an authority on anything. Right. Well, yeah. As far as yoga history and anything like that, like, I feel I don't... No, no, no. We're not... I don't want to talk about yoga history. I want to talk about your own history with it, maybe. Oh, yeah. You said my history. But, but like, (laughs) I... I I just got... I just found out that I lost one of my, like, best gigs today. A yoga gig? Yeah. Where? Because I had already stopped. I took a break from that one studio. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I don't want to teach yoga full time. I need to cut something out so I can start to think about doing some right. other things. And then the um, private place that I work at, School Outfitters, it's a friend of mine works there. He got mm-hmm. I've been there two and a half years. Okay. Great people. It's a really small group. But the whoever person, whoever I like check in with once a year about pay and that kind of thing pulled me 
today from you know emailed me can you meet after and I was like hmm I was trying to think like positive like oh maybe they're gonna give me that extra money I wanted but I was kind of like no because the attendance has been really low but it's been the same for people four or five people that come have been coming for years and years love it and then some new people start to come in and you Mm -hmm. can see and like I think they're gonna be probably upset because this uh, company offers like a wellness program but they can choose either boot camp which has more people than yoga or yoga or they can choose to get like a $40 voucher to a to a gym or something like that I see it's 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 at a company at a company so it's on their lunch hour so oh so they're gonna be upset yeah these few people but um and they're they're so dedicated like they're coming on their lunch break and it's Mm -hmm. basically like they're getting a private yoga class it's only it's kind of like Hoffner when we Mm -hmm. have those small groups but it's always pretty small and they just haven't built up enough they needed to build up more numbers, I guess, for the committee who, whatever, decides these things to be able to afford it. And, the, you know, and she assured me that it wasn't like my, anything I'm doing, you, which I know, yeah. I can, I know sure. like they're, they're happy. The students are happy with whatever I right. bring them. And so, but it was a great Who the fuck wants gig. to do boot camp on their lunch hour? <laughs> that's some weird shit to me. I know. <laughs> like, get all sweaty. On, I, I guess that makes sense in a way to get... But it was a huge chunk of, I mean, it was easy gig as far as, but I had to go out to them. So in, it's yeah. in the middle of the day, so I couldn't take it, you know, took away from other jobs I could possibly get, like, especially because I'm looking to work in schools. Mm-hmm. So you're like, well, Tuesday and Thursday, I have a lunch hour class, so I can't really do whatever, like normal jobs on that day or normal hours, either right. I have to teach an early morning class or a later class if it's a class thing. So, so, so. You, you. It sounds like you would prefer to do what I would call like outreach, almost with yoga, where, like in schools or like things like that, as opposed to like teaching our hippie people like me that already are into yoga or something like no, that. No, 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 no. I like teaching you hippie people too, but um, I don't think I use a hippie. Person. Not, I'm not a hippie, but you know what I'm saying. Like people that would already be into yoga. <laughs> people who, yeah, like no, I like small. I like teaching my friends. Like I, I don't ever want to stop the Hofner thing or my yeah. North Side. That's a good class. Yeah, That's one of my favorite class I've ever been in. Yeah, Those it people, has, like, and it's great, and it builds and builds. And I like that kind of thing. Like I just don't want it. Like I never wanted to be sort of like a career yoga I see. teacher. Mm-hmm. But the opportunity like presented itself a couple of years ago to start working in these sort of hot yoga or commercial studios. And at first I was like, no fucking way. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just, that's not for me. And then I lost my space that I was doing my collective out of. And I was sort of in a like, I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, I'll try this. And it was like the first time, I, the first place I worked at, that yoga live place actually like, it gave me tons of classes. So I was making this really pretty nice paycheck, which I never have made do money you, in my do life. Do you have to so. do their routine? No, not, not really. There, it was sort of a format that you you have to follow a format, um, and then no, it wasn't. It was you know I pretty much had free range, but that then like I lost that job. The the owners of that place are just insane, or I don't know who owns it now or what's going on with it. I still have some friends that work there, but most everyone who did work there now works at Moto, which is a little more reasonable as far as their how they take care of their their people. These names, yeah, I don't care. I mean. You know, I may still teach, I, you know, would sub there. People put up, like, notices on the group, and, like, I'll be like, oh, I could possibly cover that. Sure. Like, I'm not going to, you know, 
in my branch or whatever. Sure, sure. <laughs> I love the people. I just, it's, there's, there was a lot of stuff that I didn't love about right. it having to do with it itself and then just my personal stuff. I, I feel like but, you're probably best served in, in a free range environment. I, I have a hard time working for other people. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Always. And that's, but that's gotten me in trouble as far as I've never like made money and now I'm kind of at this point where like today I was just like, okay, don't get bummed because it is just going to be like, you've opened up your schedule now for some you know, now those days I don't have that. Like, right. I don't have money, but I also have that. Like, right. That if I want to start yeah. working, like I really want to teach, not yoga, like teaching schools do. Okay. Like my favorite job right now is teaching dance. Okay. Like, with these little kids. Teaching ballet and stuff it's, like that? It's called creative movement because okay. it's first through third graders and it's a Catholic Sort of like modern dance school. in a way? It's kind of whatever I want to do okay. with them. Okay. And it's trying to get, you know, 15 first through third graders it's a Montessori school but it's a Catholic school uh-huh. so I'm not allowed to teach yoga officially like the, the principal it's, it's of the devil because it's not of not yeah of basically they try they, they don't bring that into school however the school's a Montessori school so these kids are actually like they're really cool they're creating they're creative they're yeah. you know I think they're getting a lot of good supplement to mm-hmm. their education it's not like a some of the public schools where I've done after school work with and and you know these kids like ha- just don't have anything as far as enrichment or arts. So these kids are super fun to work with, but it's hard because it's it's a big group. Um, but anyway, but that's what you I prefer. can kind of I can kind of do any. Yeah, it's I can use all of my stuff like new dance. I can you know do a little theater. Like I have mostly what they love to do is make up their stuff. Like I give them a little warm up. I try to give them a little bit of technique. Make up yeah. the stuff like routines, you mean? Yeah, like okay. go, I'll be like, hey, go create a dance about la la. And then they go off and, you know, and these certain kids are, it's always Pokemon, and these other girls are. This one girl, okay, so I almost cried yesterday because this girl, um, what's her name? Well, I shouldn't even say her name, but she gets up there, she's like, I'm gonna do so, like, by, she wanted to work by herself. Because uh-huh. usually most of them wanna work with, you know, their, their BFFs. She's the prima donna. Or, but some of them are like cool with, like, they wanna do their own thing, and she's like, I want to do my thing and so she gets up and does her little dance and it was like she was doing these really just uh, angular yeah like very, it was sort of like ballet but it was really just very sweet and lots of little hand gestures and she but she was kind of giving little looks to the some of the boys and I wasn't sure if she was like like I couldn't tell if there was like a teasing dynamic going mm-hmm. on or or what she was doing but then she comes and sits next to me and, you know, they can tell me if they want to, like, talk about what they just did. And she was like, oh, what word did she use? She was like, dance consoles me my because my parents are getting a divorce or my mom and dad are getting divorced. Aww. And I was just like, yeah, <laughs> it will for the rest yeah. of your life. Like, yeah. It was really sweet. But um, I, sh- I forget what, it wasn't console. It was some word that... Comforts me or something? Something like that. Yeah. But it was a word I was sort of surprised, like, it would... That she would know. That a little, I'd say she was a third grader, maybe second grader. Yeah. Anyway, it was really sweet. But so I'm trying to build up those kind of gigs after school. But again, it's, I'm so scattered with that stuff too. Because it's not a full time anything. You know, it's always like these like. You're a hustler. I'm a hustler. That's a a more fun way (laughs) to put it. That's good. I've been a hustler though for a long time. And I'm getting like. Just weary of it a little bit. I know what you're saying. I, I'm similar, you're a hustler. Similar, I'm a hustler. Yeah, it's a similar 
thing. I was trying to scrap together a living and figure it out, and you know. You get good. Like I just got really good at not ever having money, especially living. Mm-hmm. I lived on the West Coast, and but in a way, it's like I'm, it's a little too. Like I wish I wasn't that good at it because <laughs> I think right. I push myself a little more. You push yourself to make and, some more money. Yeah. yeah, but I'm also really stubborn about jobs. Right. So right, what you like and like what you don't that like. That one jaw is kind of like I there's too many things just like that aren't right. And a B, I was getting I was actually like I was getting injured. Like I just wasn't feeling strong in that what I was doing. I, I wasn't sure what I was what I was doing. So I was like, let's take a break. And Wait, this is where that uh, the studio. This, you were getting injured, teaching. Yeah. Okay. In a hot room. Because you're hypermobile and... Demoing in a hot room can be very dangerous. You have to really pay attention. Um, And... Because because your adrenaline gets going. Your body... I mean, that's why it's good for a lot of people, too. Like, I love hot practice. Yeah. You're... You know, you you have a little less pain if you are injured. So you can get into those areas and and work them. But in teaching, it's the same thing. Like, so I'd go and demo something. Now, I'm not warmed up, but I feel fine. I'm warm. Right. And I have right. my, my teaching adrenaline because, but I never, I don't, that doesn't happen to rarely does it happen to me in a non-hot class. Right. Because I, I know where my stopping point is and I can feel it right away and back off. And in a hot class, I just go through something, not feel it till later. And then I had an injury too. Um, From back in the day? Over the summer. Maybe I should stop talking and let you ask questions. I'm like I'm just rambling well, on. I'm, no, it's fine. It's fine. But I am curious about. I had like, another injury that made me. That was part of also why I stopped. It was. I see. I needed to. I need to heal this. It's, I'm still working on it, but it's. It's almost better. But you, you, I, I want to go back and and you started as a dancer and and just w- around what period did you get into yoga? Like, well, uh, in okay, so I took yoga class in college it was a move one of our when I was at CCM we always had a move I was a theater major okay so you went to CCM so I went to CCM for theater not for, for dance for theater not for dance okay. I wanted but I took a lot of dance electives and, and was in the dance you know did as much dance as I possibly could and then I was doing stuff you know outside of school taking classes because dance was really my like I, that's my and passion you, did you grow up doing like like doing ballet or modern or something as was, a kid or? I was late into that I did like I had, um, I was sports. Like I grew up doing sports okay. until I was in. I decided to take dance. It was the best decision I ever made. When I was, I'd say fourteen, maybe fifteen. Okay, that's late. Between, yeah. yeah. So I didn't do have the little kid. Right. I mean, I had you know whatever we had. I had. I was exposed to it. Sure. But I wasn't one of those little tiny hardcore ballet like, class. Yeah, yeah. So I went into it late, which was kind of good because for ballet. You hit, reach that point, and your body's developing, and a lot of girls, it's like, it, it stunts crazy, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I was already like in my body was changing, although I had you know weird eating disorders and all that kind of stuff. Okay, what not disorders, but what do you call it? Body image, body crap. image issues. Yeah, Just lives with you for sure long, for now forever. But same <laughs> here. Yeah, but so I did that, and I got I was into really into ballet at first. I like got to you know was doing point and work and then got into modern and tap and musical theater because I was into theater okay. singing all of it so just all the arts performing arts yeah and then um, old school like you, you could have just been a, uh, an entertainer yes old school entertainer <laughs> 
I could have, yeah, Broadway, right? All that crap. But right. um, but then I went to CCM, study theater, and realized I was like, I don't want any part of that. Oh, world. You, it, it 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 shifted you out of that. Yeah. This was serious drama. Yeah. Like stage acting. Yeah, but then com- like I just knew I didn't want to be like a commercial actor, and I didn't um, want to. I just it just wasn't, didn't appeal to me. I wanted to do more. Like I started, we after school, after graduation, I started a little theater group, and we did more mixed media stuff, more performance art. There wasn't much of that going on in Cincinnati at the time, right. so we were kind of you know pressing the boundaries Not a little bit, doing like getting naked on stage, doing weird sure. shit, writing our own pieces. We always had music involved, and then then I was always like, hmm, I want to play music, or you know, I'm always like, I see the other thing, I'm like, oh, I want to get into that now. Okay, I'm no focus. That is that still your personality? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Is that is that something that yoga helps with the focus? That well, now I can see that like well, yoga is one thing that I have that, and I will be able to continue to do like for my life, mm-hmm. and I do keep going back to it to heal whatever breaks in me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's usually for me, it's you know for sure helps. You know, the mental, the depression, the you know anxiety, whatever. Do you tend towards up. that stuff? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I medicate, like, okay, so let's go back to when I first started. Yeah. So I hit it a little bit in college. Dancing, you you know, you, you get used to doing certain stretches. Did, did you get super but flexible got, from dancing? No, I, was, I have born. You were just born that way. Fucking A. You know, and, okay, did you have this in Cincinnati where it was... That's what Maddie told me. I asked of, Maddie the same thing. She told oh, me Oh, you that. can tell from her body. Yeah, she was like, I was born flexible. that way. Like, we had this national, like, thing that the, they'd come into your gym class and they'd measure the certain things, flexibility right. straight, you had to climb yeah. the rope. Sure. So for me, I was one of those kids that, you know, you stand on, if I was standing on this bench and you reach your hands down and they measure how far for beyond your feet, I could always go beyond my feet. Right. But I couldn't climb the rope until sixth grade or fifth okay. grade. And yeah. that was to me, like, so that's kind of my whole, had to get always, I'm always like in yoga, that's right. You know, that's what I'm always working at is mm-hmm. the strength stuff, stamina stuff. You know, I'm flexible, so I could, you know, I actually, okay, so I got into yoga because I had, when I went out to San Francisco, mostly to dance and continue doing This theater, was just after, theater. after college. Yeah, after we got the theater group, a few years after, and then we all kind of en masse went out. Who, who's, who's we all? Like, you're, like, old people that no old... one knows anymore, or no one even, okay, so but that, was, that theater, those theater yeah, friends, had, like, the, the alternative theater friends. Yeah, and okay. I had a partner, actually got married oh, okay. for a very short time. I didn't know this. We were, like, kind of the, we sort of had the group together. Mm-hmm. And then, I know not many people do, because okay. it's just kind of one of those. <laughs> the I mean, secret life. It's of, a secret. Yeah. But, no, uh, it was not, you know, at the yeah. time, thought it was a good idea, and quickly learned it wasn't. Anyway, we moved out there. And then that fizzled out because we split up. They and like I kind of wanted to go my own way. The two of you were kind of the center of the of the. Yeah, yeah. And he kept doing stuff with it, and then I just wanted to forge my own way because I was getting more into well the dance world for sure. And I always taught people dance, like in the group. I'd be like leading the warm up or mm-hmm. you know doing the choreography, mm-hmm. and then and I was dancing like crazy out there, and. Doing a lot, a lot of that alt, alt stuff, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah. Um, well, working specifically with the teacher who I still, I went back to and I would go back to who I consider to be like my just favorite teacher of all time, Kathleen Hermesdorf. And okay. 
Um, she's still, I play Albert who plays music with her. He's like her partner and he plays live in classes. Sometimes I play his stuff in okay. class, but, um, anyway, met them. They were in this group called at the time contraband. I was doing stuff with them. And then I moved to the mission, lived in, I lived on Valencia street in the storefront window in the downstairs in the storefront. Yes. Okay. My bed was on 14th and like Caddy Corner from the uh, what's that bar called the um, the uh, biker bar place Zeitgeist Zeitgeist yeah 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 it was this yeah and I literally lived like in a loft in the northern storefront. northern Mission area yeah that was crazy and we had a but we had a little place there and had little shows and and then I moved in another spot in the Mission that had shows and stuff and this was getting way more into music. And therefore getting, well, therefore at the time of the mission, getting way more into doing like destructive things like drugs. Like drugs. Were you, were you yeah. doing uh, hardcore drugs? Not anything, um, not super hardcore, but just damaging things. Yeah. But I didn't, you know, I didn't go into, I didn't get into heroin, thank God, any of that stuff. Yeah. But that was rampant there. Oh yeah. Yeah. A lot of people I knew did. Yeah. This is, are we, we're in this the early in the, 2000s or no, late 90s? No, this is nine, late 90s. Okay. So... As I started kind of going that route and got to play music with just like all these mostly dudes, but women too. But people, what, what were you people playing? who you, you... I was playing drums uh-huh. a little bit. I played drums first, and then but I was learning to write songs, and that's when I started writing songs a okay. lot during that kind of period. And, then, and had you had you previously been like how, how did you have your uh, the ground set for for your music? For learning? music, like, I did. Uh, Growing up, I had lessons when okay. I was a kid. Piano. Piano lessons, My yeah. mom's cousin was a piano teacher, so I started when I was like three. Mm-hmm. Violin, like in the grade school and junior high. I think I played in the orchestra in junior high. And, then and we're in Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh. that time. Yeah. So piano, but I never... God, I wish I would have stuck with it, because... But I was too... Uh, I don't know. I didn't practice. So by the time I got in high school and I was having these lessons... And the teacher would come over, and I hadn't practiced for a week, and right. it was just basically I was wasting my mom's money. Right. Same. And I, did the I never same learned thing. to read. Like I, I can kind of read, but never really got good at reading same music. Here. Really, mm-hmm. I just would memorize shit. And, yep. Yeah. So had that back on, but someone had, and in college, someone had given me a guitar. Like I, had, you know, kind of played around with it, but never wrote or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I started doing that then. But anyway, I was kind of getting more distance from dancing because I wasn't healthy anymore. You know, like, right. it'd be like class in the morning. I was like, no, I'm hungover. I can't really go. I'll feel like shit. You right. Know? So I kind of got a little more away from that and more and more away from my, you know. I, less, I got, less about the morning, more about the night. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Music. So, so then shit hit the fan in San Francisco. Don't worry, I don't think I want to talk too much about that. Okay. Um, but you had to get out. But of I was here. at a low point. That's when I when Bunny though came, okay. my doggy, the puppy. So she turned me around. So, and that's when I came back. So that was around two thousand. Okay. So I came back, and I was really, um, you know, I was unhealthy in my body, and my spirit, and all that. Like it was just, I something always stopped me from going too far into any any excess you, you know like I never was able to keep up with most people what do you think that was I don't know I just think I always had a the, good maybe your connection to, what's that your upbringing or something no I mean no I, I really never I've always like rebelled and stuff like I don't I was not out of disrespect but out of, like that never 
or church, you mean, or that kind of thing? Like, yeah, I don't know. Are, are you? Are you no, I assume you're Jewish always, since your last name is Reuben. No, I no. grew up in a Methodist church. Okay. My okay. dad's side of family's Jewish, but he never, like, the only thing I know about being Jewish is some of the foods my grandma would make, like right. the matzo ball soup. <laughs> Ru- Her name yeah. was Ruby Reuben. Okay. <laughs> she was awesome. But, um, so, yeah, my dad sort of proclaimed being an atheist, so okay. I think just so he didn't have to so go you, to church you, with you, my mom. But you, you grew up in, in, <laughs> in, in a Methodist church. church. Yeah. Okay. Which was... Um, We're jumping all around. But yeah, that, we are. But that's okay. I, that's, I want to follow you. That's your style, and but, I, I want to go so with you. Okay, so I don't think that thing is just something. I don't know. Like, it's a calling or voice, whatever. There's just something that keeps me from going too far I mean I guess maybe I'm just lucky or I have like, mm-hmm. a sort of connection to that inner like you know you have to do something different you know which is good because it wasn't a long period of time that I was in excess I mean I had my normal like being in college you drink a lot you smoke, I smoked a lot of weed in my yeah. early 20s but getting into some of that other like the amphetamine kind of stuff was oh like, that's that was that was the mission stuff the mission at stuff. the time yeah. yeah and if you you know ask anyone not anyone, but anyone kind of in that. That's what was going group on. That was just kind of what it was. Well, you lived across the street from a biker bar. Like, <laughs> you know, that's going to be around. Yeah, and then later I lived down. The, I lived on Sycamore then, and it was yeah, it was dumb. And at the time, you kind of know, like you know it, but then you're just like, this is what we're doing, mm-hmm. and then it it all crashed anyway. So then I came back to Cincinnati, and with the pup. I was out of shape. I wanted why, to dance again. Why, why back to Cincinnati? Just because that was the last place you were before yeah. you went to Cali? Friends here. Yeah. Um, my best friend Shannon lives here. Mm-hmm. She kind of helped me, hooked me up, got me in place. Um, yeah, I just, I had more connections here. I really don't mm-hmm. have a lot of friends in Pittsburgh anymore. I didn't, mm-hmm. I have, I have like one friend that, you know, I would... Like, if I were to move there now, she would probably, I, I would drive her crazy because I'd be like, you have to show me everything. And right, you have right. to do, because you know, she's real connected to the music and stuff there. But, um, so what happened? So when I was you unhealthy. I wanted to dance again. I wanted to, you know, get back into my body, get in shape. And a friend of mine uh, was teaching yoga. And we, he wanted to teach, he had just started teaching uh, Joe Barnett. A lot of people know him. Okay, yeah. He's, he's kind of kept it going in the, in the yoga. Mm-hmm world pretty well and he's doing great this is joe that. who lived it down in tucson for a while yeah yeah i know joe. joe okay did you ever take his yoga class i took one <laughs> i think i took one like yin class yeah. um when he was guesting here yeah he's like big time now in that world in yeah. that world yeah i, I the met world him, i don't want to be <laughs> i met him through <laughs> no i love joe he's he's yeah. real he's real i met smart. him through austin brown right right so I took, he was studying Ashtanga at Etsuka, and he had just gotten certified or just started teaching. So he was starting a class. I took one of his classes, and I was kind of like, oh, I love this. And then he wanted to teach. I wanted to start. What did you love about it on your first go? I liked that it, it was challenging. Yeah. And it was. That know, was your first yoga class. Was it Ashtanga class? No. I mean, I'd had, uh, I'd had some classes before that, but it was sort of just here and there. Yeah. I had actually done some classes with, um, great woman Sri who Sri Louise who is she's still in the in San Francisco or East mm-hmm. Bay but she was dancing she's a dancer but she like done the real deal studied with like some right. amazing people like she knew the text she knew she knows everything and now she's like doing all this like really incredible um, social justice work okay. and just she's badass but 
Um, oh, I think that's my phone. But she she did some yoga classes through the dance world, so I popped into some here and there. Her class was like I was smoke. I smoked cigarettes and stuff. So. You smoked cigarettes just at the time, but not in class. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no, but. That's funny because in when I was t- studying dancing as a teenager, yeah. all my dance instructors smoked in the studio. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. was the thing. But that's old French Be style. Like, go, go, okay, after half of your bar class, okay, stretch at the bar. The teachers right. stand by the piano, taking a smoke, or like go take a bathroom break, and then yeah. they, they light up. That's some French shit, I think. Like it's the dance world, world yeah, and the theater yeah, world. Yeah, at the time, yeah. and you know everyone smoked inside, so it was whatever. But yeah, so that's I started smoking as a teenager, yeah. being a dancer, all that. Anyway, so I tried to take Shree's class, and you know, you think when you're a dancer that you're strong, and then you go to a yoga class and they teach you how you know breathing, and you're mm-hmm. just like, oh my god, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I don't have that. It so, was it was harder. I wasn't ready different yet. Muscle groups or something. I wasn't ready yet to breathe like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but anyway, so Joe's wasn't like my first yoga class, but um, started doing that, and then we both taught a class out of the York Street third floor. Have you been up there? Uh, York Street Cafe. Yeah, yeah I played up there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So on the third floor, they have that big gallery. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to start up a dance class because I was just missing my my dance stuff and I, I kind of just wanted to teach it so I'd start doing it yeah um and Joe so we did a back-to-back like I think his class was in the morning and mine was at noon or whatever so yours but, was a dance class yeah yeah and um did that for a little while and then I just started going to so I'd start going to it's yoga and that's when I started learning the ashtanga system or their it's system. yoga is the one on Ludlow yeah they used to be in the mm-hmm. old Ludlow garage yeah. back then mm-hmm. which I loved that space yes had some good, yeah, and I got into the Ashtanga stuff, and that was kind of my what I'd practice all the time. Cause okay, it's just like I liked it because it was it's strict. Some, yeah, kind of, but they weren't doing primary series. It was like Larry Schultz who started this yoga. He like kind of made it into a blend of the first, second, third series, okay. and, and so people a little like, more liberal, a little more liberal, but yeah, that basic format mm-hmm. of sun salutations, and then you do your sequence and then you do your floor work and then you're doing your shoulder stand headstand and then shavasana Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. vinyasa classes are all kind of based on that system Mm -hmm. but um so that was cool and um but i was really really weak and you know hurt my sides i got injured right away because of my flexibility that's why you know how i'm so hard on people who are flexible i I know yeah i'm like watching them like a hawk because i don't luckily i'm not one of them (laughs) i know and you are people don't understand that being flexible in yoga is not a benefit it's like yoga i don't know like a lot of these practices are not designed for flexible bodies they're you know they're designed to make you more flexible yeah they're like and and if if you're already flexible, it's really hard to learn how to engage their proper mm-hmm. muscles. Mm-hmm. And if someone doesn't tell you, so that was the problem with that. Like no one, I mean, I did a teacher training at, at a yoga in San Francisco and I still feel like I wasn't, I mean, I, I got stronger for sure. I mean, so wait, doing, wait, wait, you went back, doing, you went back to San Francisco. Oh yeah. We didn't get there. That's all right. That's all right. We are jumping around. This that's is okay. Be that's okay. A little crazy. That's okay. That's, okay. It has to reflect your personality, and ah. I feel like you jump around. It's fine. Um, so, all right, you so, started teaching it. So, I started taking, practicing. I really loved going to yoga. I'd take their classes. I liked Indu and, and uh, Amber, who actually teaches. She's got the yoga off studio. And um, yeah, Indu taught me all the headstands when I pulled my hamstrings because she was like, 
you don't need your hamstrings for headstands. Learn these seven headstands. So, you know. I so see. that was kind of cool. That's That was fun. And, like, and that was my introduction to whenever you have an injury, you're going to learn, like, a different thing that does Tons of other things, and right. it'll open you up to, like, new things. So, but, and then, so then I decided to move back to San Francisco. About three, that was about two thousand. Was it easy to get three. off of, like, amphetamines and shit? Like, oh, yeah. I was, when you moved back here? Yeah, and I was, like, as soon as I left there, I was done with that. Okay. Yeah. And it was kind of, it was, like, the person I was dating at the time. Like, it was just kind of, like, we, were, we did that stuff. Um, he was way more into like the drink, like drinking than I ever was. Mm-hmm. So you come back to Cincinnati, the drinking's still there for anyone that wants oh, it. Oh yeah. Which yeah, he didn't get do. He didn't do well here. He ended up we broke up pretty quick after mm-hmm. we went back, and um, and then we're still good. He's a great person. We're still mm-hmm. friends and that kind of thing. But um, let's see. Yeah, no, it wasn't hard. I, it was just never. It was never me. It was never like that interest into it mm-hmm. I don't like feeling it was out of just my... what you were doing based on the environment that you yeah. were in kind of yeah okay it's kind of like how people drink here like right. just in the music scene I don't know what drugs are doing now because I don't I don't either <laughs> I don't want to you know I'm like you reach basically like turn 30 I stood in, in San Francisco and I was like ooh this is like you can't keep doing it like mm-hmm. you get to 30 and you have to make that choice right. I think about anything that you're doing destructive to your body yeah and and then okay so then I three year came back here another about three years started playing in bands here had a band here what was that called Oh, the snake punching contest. The snake punching contest. There's t-shirts okay. floating around. You'll see. It was a good band. I like um, that name. It was a good band, actually. Who was in that one? Scott Haggerty. He's still around. You know that guy? I don't think so. Older than you, but um, great bass player. Uh, he'll he'll play with like the Pariahs sometimes. Okay. Busy guy. He's got two two kids in elementary school and. Um, and then the fellow Steve that I had moved back with. Okay. So we had always played in bands in San Francisco when mm-hmm. he kind of came out here. I both wrote songs. Great drummer um, and songwriter. So, yeah, that was a fun band. Was 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 SPC mainly your your uh, songwriting or, or Scott? Or, or... <laughs> the shirt is SPC. That's so great. SPC. Um, it was all of us actually okay. contributed songs. Okay. I think that's... I never really thought about that. We all wrote and... But yeah, I was still I couldn't like I was still really new to doing that kind of mm-hmm. stuff and not very good, but whatever. Not uh, not that I am now. I just I think I just get luck, lucky to play with people who know what they're doing, and then I can just like kind of whatever. Sure, don't sell yourself <laughs> short. No, I mean it, it's. I'm just say I'm not like a. Like, it's not your main focus necessarily. No, at times it is. Yeah. I wish it could be sometimes more yeah. than others, but uh, we're getting back, like, currently. The, getting the band the back fist, together. Fist of Love have been, like, on hiatus. Not hiatus, but just... I mean, Curly's been gone. Curly's been gone, and then... This is... This we is, had uh, Sam, though. We had Sam on. Wandering Wolf alumni, John Curly, episode 82, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> so, Sam, we had for a couple shows, uh-huh. and then... But, yeah, we're back in the garage. Chris built us a, a practice space in the... In the garage, uh, his garage. So we have okay. an actual garage nice. practice space. It's sweet. He like did a nice an actual thing. garage band. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're actually we have a real we're getting back every week Thursday nights. We're you know hitting the mm-hmm. 
writing a new set. So by nice. hopefully by February we're playing out, and then we just got to figure out okay, who do we it, you know, who do we bring in to play bass? And right. Are we going to do that? Bring, bring are we going to wait because, around another year for John? Because who knows? Like right. I think he, he's whatever. We just kind of wait and see, and then. I think they're touring again. And I don't know. I don't they know. seem to be pretty popular right now, so uh, yeah. they're out and about. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But we definitely, I mean, Chris wants to just, he's like, I can't play those old songs anymore. I see, yeah. And he's pretty out of That does about. happen, too. And we all have, like, I have a backlog of songs from four years ago that we've never even worked on. So I see. it's like, let's work on Pull those some out. of them. But I don't really, I really haven't been writing much at all in the past couple of, probably in the past year. Uh-huh. I mean, I developed some stuff that I wrote couple years ago but i'm just it's weird yeah that happens to pull old stuff out like that <laughs> some of it is, feels really current even though it's old some of it feels old and then other stuff old. as we work through it with as i work through it with chris i'll i'll figure out whether it's like should we do this or not yeah i have i have that as well like old stuff that i'll pull out yeah feel like yeah really old stuff sometimes out. is like oh that wasn't right back then now it's perfect right 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 that can happen too but, so, all right, well, let's, so, let's go yeah. back. So you, so you decided that you wanted to go back to San Fran. What made you make that decision? Oh, God. Uh, I felt like I left in, like, you know, really kind of bad situations had happened. And I wanted to go back and, and kind of revisit some of the things I had left, like the dance world, the teachers I loved out there for dance, mm-hmm. um, and go back there being healthy again um and guy I was hanging out with at the time was real curious about it and kind of was kind of gave me a little nudge like hey let's do this he wanted to go out yeah and I was like okay um though I was not still interested in him but mm-hmm. it gave me the kind of encouragement the push and did so, he know that I think so I don't know it was yeah I don't want to go that was a sure that was sure. the one that I'm not friends with him. Got it. Got it. Um, so you went out with him. So yeah, we moved back. Bunny was about three then. Mm-hmm. So she's gone back and forth. Bunny's the dog. She's the dog. She's the the, the dog. Yeah. The three-legged. No, she had four legs still. So we went back and then, yeah, and I started dancing again. I, I went back to work. I had worked in a preschool there in the Mission at San Guero in 17th? Okay. 16th. Doesn't matter. Whatever that phase video. I don't know. I don't know. That that one bakery tartine. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 That came in a little bit later, but yeah, near Dolores Park. Anyway, I'd worked at this preschool. I went back and immediately was like, I'm back. And I, you know, do you Mm -hmm, need me? mm -hmm. So I went to work there and then I hit up, uh, I started going back, going to its yoga there. Okay. This, this. After you had had, I mean, had you had a pretty regular practice here at Joe's classes? Yeah, I was going to It's Yoga. Or It's Yoga, yeah. Learning that. I was practicing on my own. Like, mm-hmm. every day I was getting on my mat and doing these, this stuff. Every day? Yeah. I mean, okay. you know. More I liked it. I was obsessed. Yeah. I was like, yes, this is cool. And I can, and I have a practice I can do. Would you, so you, so, you had, you had the, the, that, that modified series or whatever yeah. that you had been doing. So you had that in your head. And you were able yeah, to just I had, get on they the gave out, They it. gave these little sheets out. You could, you know, so you'd have the that sequence. Had the series yeah, on. okay, just great because I, you know, I immediately I took those home and I was like, okay, I can do this and, um, yeah. And then I went back. And that's something I don't have. Not to get out of the yeah. chrono- chronology. That's something I don't have as a home practice. Yeah, I, I probably should. Really? 
I, I feel like I, I don't. But you do other stuff like every day or well, I, off I, and on. I, I exercise one way or another, whether it be running or now I go to Megan's Jeet Kune Do class. Yeah. Um, which I'm going to tonight. Ooh. Yeah. You should, go. Morris, but you should come. You should come. I will. What time is it? 630. So it's, it's Okay. So we got to wrap it up. It's 547 right now. <laughs> What's that? That's not the right time. No, nah, it's an hour okay. off. Okay, cool. I just keep that there because it'll at some point the time it'll will come, come back, back around to daylight savings or I whatever. I do that with my uh, my car. Yeah, <laughs> sad. <laughs> but I don't have a home practice. What, what like I've thought about like yeah like what like because I, I think if I did yoga every day it would make a very large difference in how I feel in life. That's actually what I wanted to ask you is how it's helped. Like if you feel like it's different now that you practice because you come twice a week. I'm twice at a least week, yeah. with me. That's all. I don't, I don't do any other yoga classes right now. I just do the two times a week. And does do you feel a difference? I mean, yeah. Do you I, feel a I, difference when you're not there, like when you're traveling? I absolutely like. I you have that that almost that um, craving for it. You need it. You know what I mean? Like right. uh, that's why I think I thought. I just kind of assumed that you practice that's on it. your own because you travel so much. So I yeah. figure, oh, he probably take like just gets out and leaves. I, you do stuff though. Austin told me you used to do stuff with I, chairs and yeah, do things. <laughs> yeah, workout stuff. Little workout things, little calisthenics. You have to move definitely. Yeah. in some way, but I I, I don't really do yoga. I, I don't. I feel like I need someone barking at me, such as yourself. To, to be able to, like, move through. Otherwise, I feel like I don't know how long I'm supposed to stay in a pose. Yeah. I don't know, you know, like, I mean, I know all the... I'll show you some stuff and then, like, or give you some little hints on that. Because mm-hmm. it's like, you can. And you, you just, you count your breath. Like, okay, five breaths is the longest right. for this pose. Or, you know, and you mm-hmm. then you stay more if you want or a little less. If, but it is, it's way, I mean, the discipline's hard. So I, yeah. I love going to class, you know, I like yeah. having... And and, and, and honestly, the energy of the different people in there too, like, oh, yeah. I think, always makes it feel good. And that that class is such a good class for energy. Like, yeah. um, even when there's only like two people, I know, or when there's two I know, people. just a vibe, you know, <laughs> that, that feels good. So, I, I can be in a shitty mood and then go to a you know in the in the in the day and then go to an evening class and come out feeling great, you yeah. know. Um, and this and it just it, my Sundays always feel great just starting with that, you know. Good. What I mean? um, yeah, it, it, it's 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 a pretty big difference for me, and I, I've been dabbling in yoga for years. But yeah, I've never had a daily practice like yeah. that. Try it out. See, it's about time. It's about, probably about time. It doesn't for, have to be a big deal. Right. I mean, when I said I was like getting my, you know, when I first started, I would just, you know, ten minutes or whatever, yeah. you know, and a few sun it's just, yeah, it's just it it helps. <laughs> So you went out to San Francisco again, yeah. And this time you were doing yoga most of the, most days, yeah. And I got real into the studio, and then they they kept pouring out these teacher trainings, and I'd be like, ah, oh, wow, that looks like I'd like to spend you know four weeks hanging out in here doing this, yeah. learning this practice. Um, and I was dancing, I was working at the preschool, and and uh, just riding my bike. All you know, it was just like. Um, lived kind of I moved around a lot at that period too, different places but um <laughs> and yeah so he offered he was like hey do you want to do the teacher training and I was like yeah I don't have any money so mm-hmm. he said let's do you can work trade some uh can you come up with half so I asked my my mom helped me out some of it 
and then I did. Uh, I was working. I think I was already trading there, doing mopping floors, and working shit. the desk, yeah, yeah, doing whatever. And then right out of training, like I started teaching there and working off the rest of it. Mm-hmm. And then I started getting paid. Um, and I think he was a little surprised that because I I just kind of was not like teaching's easy for not it's not easy for me like. Like I'm a yoga expert, but t- being in front of a group, teaching. yeah, I mean yeah. It, that part of it for some people is really mm-hmm. hard. For me, it was just like not an issue. You're very I natural taught, with it. Taught dance before, like I can like I'm good at expressing whatever movement mm-hmm. stuff. I don't know, but so anyway, yeah. and then um, yeah, so I was involved in that studio, and then that reached its point, and actually had a had a falling out there <laughs> where he like. Larry was kind of a, a crazy man in a way, and I'll have a very different story about him than say like Amber, who he's her guru. Like she okay. totally. Like, so do do you tend towards so, having falling outs with with people that are in authority over you at, at times? Maybe, but that one that was like. Are you a punk? He <laughs> no, I wanted to get paid, and it had been. I was my paycheck was two weeks late. I'm poor. I live in San Francisco. Every little teeny little job, you know, I had probably four jobs at the time, preschool, teaching some yoga classes. I was maybe started, had started to teach some, maybe private here and there, but I had no money. So paycheck two weeks late, went down, tried to get paid. I was like, I need my check. And his girl, who then I guess he married at the time, he was on the phone. Right. He was a character. And I love him, but yeah, he... There were some things, you know. Sure. I start. Sure. I was starting to see some things in the yoga world that I was just like, "This isn't cool." As far as some of the ego personalities, and, and that just and that happens, and that's part of. Let's part talk of about it. that. Okay. So, so, and I don't, I don't, I don't mean specific people. Sure, sure. I mean, I'm not trying to get you. To no, dish I don't. Dirt, I don't mind. I mean, it's it's just, just stories. You got to dish dirt on people. <laughs> no, I don't think of it as but, that. But. But but the idea of within something that you're supposed to be stripped of ego and right I mean that's like kind of the idea is you're you're breathing and you're kind of just like any meditative practice you're kind of trying to well and you're placed in in a teacher or someone who isn't you know say you know this guy's been teaching he had been teaching thirty years or whatever he's in a place of authority right people are looking up to him and trusting him he's giving holding trainings he's Placed himself and some in people an get some place. people get juiced by that power. Sure, yeah, and he and I started to see some of that. There was at one point I was like, and he, you know, like that is a thing. Like there's parts of him where I'm like so grateful, like you yeah. know, and other parts I'm just like, oh man, he was great. He was not. Yeah, like, he didn't like anyone that didn't have money. He did not want to hire teachers that actually needed to work. He wanted more wealthy people who are just kind of doing it because. You know, right. they wanted because then he wouldn't really have to worry about paying them that much. Yeah, because yeah. apparently that's this wasn't this was kind of a normal thing that went on. That's it. From what people told me, I don't know, and it, but it was time probably for me to leave in a sense too because I was practicing totally with this other teacher. I wasn't really practicing there that much anymore. That's and that happens to me where I'll like be done with like I'm not finding my teacher here anymore. I go somewhere else. Yeah, he didn't like that. Yeah, I had great classes. My students, you know super happy with my classes um had a nice community like i love the people there of course i'm you know never have an issue with students like but at one point i asked him to mention uh a benefit 
that one of these other teachers at another studio was holding for Katrina when that was uh, going on. My dad lived there. In New Orleans? In New Orleans at okay. the time. Yeah. He, and so, and I, he, I didn't know where my dad was for two days. So it was, you know, everyone was concerned, but I had a little bit of like invested, like my emotions yeah. were tied up with that situation. I was definitely like interested in this other teacher holding this benefit. I was like, that's cool. And I asked, I asked Larry, I was like, will you announce this here? I hand him the flies. I was like, will you announce this at the end of class? And he was just like, <sighs> he's like, that guy just wants attention. Or, you know, he was, right. which, in a way, and he's right, that guy did end up being kind of another, like, megalomaniac kind of version. So there's <laughs> but, a lot of people like that within yoga. But he was doing a good thing. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. of course. There's yeah. a lot of people like that. In, in any, general, I guess. In general. But you'd think in yoga. But that made me go, like, what? This is just, like, a good thing. It should be a community. Like, why can't people help each other right, out? Right, and, right. like, instead of, comp- like, people competing and, like, I don't know. And it's just such a weird Anyway, so I wanted to be paid. He got really mad because his girlfriend, she wrote me, I think, just a personal check. It wasn't a lot of money. It was probably like a couple hundred dollars or yeah. something, you know, for a couple weeks of classes or whatever. And, uh, or a few classes. And, um, and he freaked, he got off the phone and he, like, he freaked out and was like, you, He's like, don't even come, don't practice here. <laughs> he was like, you're not teaching here anymore. I can't deal with you. You're not, don't even come, don't even practice. Oh, man. He like yeah. disowned me. Right, right. It was weird because Joe was actually visiting at the time. Joe uh, Barnett. Yeah. He was staying, I think he was staying with me because he had ties to that studio. Yeah, so that all came and I was like, and I was young and I just started and I was like totally like freaked out by it and not even, I mean, sure the job part of it the money but it's not like that I had other some other work sure. so it wasn't like I was but it was just like I just can't a jarring believe situation. this just yeah. happened like yeah. what and, so, and then I never went back you're gonna have too much more time I want to get through <laughs> some other stuff okay. so did you did you um, but but did you continue to teach I had been to, uh, elsewhere after yeah that? I was at the preschool and I'd started to do a yoga program there yeah because okay for the kids. Yeah. So they're like, you can come in as a, as a, we got budget for this. You can come in and be a specialty. Yeah. Create a, a yoga thing for it. And I already knew the kids. So that was freaking awesome. Little Which is yeah, something preschoolers. That, that sounds like that's the kind of what you yeah. like doing. I love that stuff. Yeah. And then I taught at a, there's a little tiny studio. Well, I don't know if this was at the same time. I had some privates and yeah, yeah, I continue to teach, not in any big studio. Like, that was yeah. basically... You prefer the small time. Small neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. I taught at one gym in Pacific Heights. Uh, that was kind of fun. It was just weird. Yeah. They had a really beautiful room they made for their yoga and Pilates, and uh, it was a little private gym. But it was fun, because I'd take two buses, get out to Pacific Heights once a week, and I had yeah. a little routine afterwards. I'd always go to this one uh, one of the taco places yeah. in the mission. Because at that point, then I lived on Chenery Street in Glen Park. Okay. Um, and yeah, and I I taught some other kids stuff too. I got kind of some. I had some school gigs there here and there, and and then there was a little studio across the street from where I lived that I that I taught. Okay. This guy Pilates instructor. So you, ju- you jumped around a lot to a bunch. Of, you just kind of like. Yeah, it would just, and I always just found, like, you know, stuff that's close. But, yeah, and then I, so then I came back here again. Yeah. The bunny lost her leg. All okay. that kind of came down. I was, you know, 
I just needed to get kind of back closer to, to family. Yeah. Take a break from, from living out there. And, but that was, you know, I don't know. I still. When, when was that? When did you come back here? That that, that time? time was 2007, eight, okay. eight, I think. Not that long ago. Yeah. yeah. It seems it's kind of so. Long we were for out me. in the bay at the same time for a while because I was out really? there from yeah. I was there from like oh one to two thousand ten. Okay, yeah. So yeah, yeah. then we did overlap. We definitely overlapped, but you know, briefly. Big city. That was <laughs> and I was in Oakland. I didn't okay. really. I wasn't really. Uh, I was only in Oakland in that first phase. I see. Yeah. On 60th Street, I love that place. I, I lived on like right by like 59th and Shattuck. Did you go to Lois the Pie Queen? Uh, I didn't, but I know that place in, in Tennessee. Yeah. You live near the Ashby Bart. Yeah, close to Ashby Bart. Yeah, I love that flea market. Yeah, yeah. Every weekend. Um, well, <laughs> I would like to talk about spirituality and stuff like that a little bit. If, if you know, I don't know where you're at with that. I'm, I'm curious. Where, where, like, do you have a meditation practice? Do you like? Where are you at with spirituality? What does that word mean to you? I don't even... Like, that word always bugs me in a way. Yeah. Because I don't I, know, I know what it means. I know. I know what you're saying. I don't know what it your means. Your connection. Your connection I to everything. I have a practice of, of going out to the woods, and that's a lot of my mm-hmm. sort of God realization yeah. practice, if you want to T- call it Taking walks and stuff? Yeah. I go and talk to trees and do... I, I do mantras. Okay. Mon- I use mantras a lot, and, and actually when I'm practicing, when I'm taking... Uh, classes like if I go to the, the Bikram class now and I um, I'm just chanting in my head the whole time. Really? <laughs> yeah. A specific mantra? Or yeah. Just like so yeah. Hum st- kind of thing or yeah. Yeah. Certain ones. Sometimes I'll be like, do this one, and other times I just see which one comes up. I don't know. But it, the tree thing, I, I go out to the woods. I mean, obviously I have a dog, but even before after Bunny passed away, uh-huh. even before I got Sita. I was, you know, I just always go to the, go hiking in the woods, at least for just a little bit. I go to say hi to the trees and I don't know, nature to me is my like kind of spiritual practice. Yeah. I, I feel like I don't get out into nature enough. I, I do. I was, and I was talking about this to decide, uh, on actually the last week's podcast. Um, oh, I gotta listen to that. Well, it's not out yet. It's, okay. It comes out tomorrow. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> I'm giving away the times that we're recording these, but that's all right. You can edit that out. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But, but, uh, and yeah, just that idea of, you know, we can start to feel kind of crazy if we're not, if we, we aren't in nature enough, like if we're too separate from it in our little box houses and our little whatever, you know, um, we start to lose, lose touch, I think. Right. Well, that's at the yoga. I mean, yoga is that's to bring us back to mm-hmm. nature. I mean, that breath is, you know, every everything. Mm-hmm. I've been really into this guy, um, Stephen, I think it's Herod Buner or Bu- Stephen Herod Buner. He wrote, I haven't read his books. I listen, I'm kind of horrible at reading now. It's sorry, right, me too. I used to be better. I listen to audiobooks. I listen to audiobooks yeah. and podcasts. Nothing wrong with it. I can't find this. I'm going to buy this book though and read it because I can't find an audiobook. I know there's nothing wrong with it, but it's kind of concerning. Like I used to be kind of a good reader, now I'm not. Oh well. Yeah. Um, but Stephen Herbuner has this book called Plant Life in the Imag- Plant Intelligence in the Imaginal Realm. He he did another book on herbs. He's super interesting. I'm listening to these talks he has on YouTube. It was like a five day retreat, mm-hmm. and 
it's really neat. Like I kind of, I want to delve into him a little more because um, he's talking about how the, you know, the, the trees, um, like the root system of trees and are, have this, you know, are so similar to our, to brains and, and, and nature is like, we think we're the intelligent ones and it's not the way, not the case. It's like mm-hmm. these systems have been here billions of years, even like bacteria, you know, mm-hmm. he talks a lot about that, how it's like, we're fighting the wrong things, right? We should be learning from these things that we want to take over, basically. And mm-hmm. that's obviously, like, you see where the world's going right now. It's coming to a head. But he's super interesting. Just I've been listening to him. And he's, um, anyway. But he talks about how, you know, like, you can get into that state of childlike. Or you see, like, animals are in that state a lot. Puppies that just, like, you know, where it's not weird to go limitless nonsense bliss where it's not like like i don't feel like a like i'm weird for going and talking to trees i just feel like that's me getting back into my natural what do you mean when you say talking like i'll go and just like check it i'll like i'll talk to (laughs) you think each tree has its own personality i don't talk to every single tree because there's a lot of them right if i see them sometimes i'll go up and touch them and be like hey or i'll like I'm not always out loud. It's just sometimes like I'm thinking things or I'll, t- I'll see a plant and just be like, what do you, what's your deal? <laughs> what do you but do? you're, you're, you're feel like you're, you're like communing commun- with, yeah. with nature. And with, an- I mean, animals obviously, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm getting like that. I didn't, that's something kind of new that's happened to me in the past few years where I what? feel like the plant thing. Yeah. Way more into plants. Mm-hmm. Do you have plants in your house? Yeah. A little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm not a lot. I have one room that gets a ton of sun. So I, most of the plants, a couple of my plants that were outside, I put in that sunroom and they're doing great. And, um, I talk to them though. I mean, it, 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 try, if you have plants, talk to them. And I, I like my, my plants tend to die. Talk to them, ask them what they want. And then they like, they respond. It's really, yeah. you kind of, cause I don't know, like I'm not book smart about any of it. I mm-hmm. don't, I can't identify stuff. I you know, would like to learn all that, but I think there's so much you can, you can know just, I mean, that's how they learned about all this stuff mm-hmm. was just like going up to things and being like, Oh, this looks like whatever. And this, Oh, this is actually used for, and they figure out how to, yeah, they use this for, it was more an intuiting, not a someone else saying, right. This, but is, this is pre knowledge of these things anyway so somebody was figuring, someone has to figure it out, it out. Yeah, right yeah. yeah and that's i mean that's i think it i'm trying to bring it back to yoga somehow or spirituality but it's that in, intuiting like what you know in your heart is is real and is right and then trying to ride that a little bit and be in that okay so what does that do for you so if you go and walk through the woods you come out of that what do you feel what more grounded sometimes sometimes I go and I'm like I cry or I'm emotional or you know and then part of it is you know it's a routine with the dog now yeah because she got it she's got to have her time do you do it in the morning or the afternoon or uh lately it's been midday like that tends to be when I've got a free spot middle Mm -hmm. afternoon and also because the sun goes down so early now so (laughs) <laughs> in the summer I'll go, you know, later. Yeah. It just depends on the day. But I don't know. That's one of the things. I just I have to be outside. Like I just I like the air. Mm-hmm. And yeah, spirituality is like yeah, it's one of those words. I don't know what that word means exactly. Yeah. I, I just 
I guess for me, yeah, it means some kind of like feeling, and it's like coming home, feeling like nothing, like that. I don't know. I think just so many people do like think they're not part of something, or they feel so alone in their struggle or in their whatever mental thing they're going through, which mm-hmm. pretty much everyone is dealing with that I know anyway, right? Like, yeah, it's there's a sadness and. It's, it's like knowing that you're not alone and that there are these sources around you that can help and that are listening. Trees. Or, yeah. Or, or whatever. Sun, or whatever yeah. you pray yeah. to, you know, whether it's a, you know, a deity or whether it's, you know, universe or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> or just something, I, you know, I like to think about the, something. It doesn't always do, like, it. it's serves kind of like same free like I walking and hiking to me is, is a similar practice to yoga meditation okay and I'll just get into my rhythm I'll get into my breathing and I'll just like commune with what's around me um so mm-hmm. yeah I, I like to think about the the sort of the, the divinity in, in in whatever if you or you know or, or just the you know, just I, it gets more sciencey for me, I guess, about the fact that we're that we were stardust or whatever you want to call it. You know, like yeah, yeah. Th- just that we're all parts of of uh, this big whole thing. You know, and and there's really n- not much separateness actually. Yeah. You know, but you do need a little bit. Of, I mean, you need a separateness. Like we have. There is just different perspective shifts. You right. can Think about yourself as that because yeah, you are autonomous and you do have your own brain that thinks the way it thinks in your own spirit or soul or whatever you want to call it or think about it like right. um but then but then we also are are really a growth out of the earth you know what i mean one of the earth growths you know um if you think about it like that yeah you know which is only just another part of the that's yeah different systems of things happening <laughs> in the in the universe you know and every uh Everything is made out of plants, basically. It's yeah. like everything. If you think about even, you know, the in- instruments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everything we use comes from the earth. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that was the saddest thing uh, someone put up on their Facebook or whatever. that the, They cut down, like, supposedly accidentally. I don't even know where it was. Like, one of the oldest trees. Like Really? illegally like they were in the wrong spot and no one's I was like how does that happen right right this humongous like 3,000 year old tree oh, like how does that redwood happen? or something like that no, like oh I can't remember what kind of stuff yeah at it, but it would just oh, I was like what a f- yeah what the fuck so you you have you feel you have a connection to, to plant life now this is something yeah and maybe I always did I was always good at like if I could go, if I was living in someone else's house like a like a roommate situation like in San Francisco because mm-hmm. that's how you do I would, you know, if I saw a plant dying, I'd be like, you need to move, let's move this, and like... You would just, you would intuit that, you would kind of feel it. I can't stand to see a plant die. I mean, I kill them too, like, yeah. I, it's not, my cat actually last year killed a lot of... Yeah. A couple of those things I had up at the studio, because she was peeing in the... Oh, yeah. She pees in the pot. The, the, the acidicness of the pee or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, if I see a plant, like, uh, my mom's house, I did this last time I was home, I was like... Yeah. It was already gone. It's like you have to take care of this guy. Like it's not gonna just live. You have to water. <laughs> like, right. It's like now I see why you have like fake plants everywhere. 
Well, we should close. We should close up in a minute. But okay, cool. But 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 this is fun. I didn't, I was all nervous. <laughs> but I want to ask. I'm I want to sound like a crazy person. But. No, you jump around a lot, but that's all right. That's your personality. I, I go with who. Whatever. Is that my personality? Yeah. yeah. When I teach, do I jump around a lot? Uh, a little bit. It's not in a bad way. It's not in a bad way. I mean, look. I think as a teacher, I think you are extremely creative with with the the, the you know um, sequence of things. It seems like it's freestyled most of the time. I think occasionally maybe you come in with some notes or whatever, but it seems like <laughs> you tend towards just kind of feeling out the room, feeling yeah. out the people and the energy in the room, and. and just going with your gut as to where we go next, which is cool. Which is cool. Uh, it'd be it'd be fun to work like I like. That's why it is nice to work one on one because you can really prescribe prescribe what prescribe. this person nest needs. Yeah. I mean, the tradition originally was that like yeah. the yoga therapy, you go and the the, the guru is like, hey, do this and you know. Right, right. <laughs> but now it's these group classes, so it's like you have to kind of get Luckily, the group thing. Every once in a while, we do have one that's like two people. Yeah, that was fun. I won't go to the wall. Yeah. Let's do handstands. Um, so, but but what I was going to ask is, um, what's what's next for you? Are you uh, like what what do you <laughs> like? What do you see as you, as your as your the next phase? Your next phase in life? I don't. Uh, that's a really good question because that's what I think I gotta just. I think losing that one job and and moving out of the you know one was my control the other was not and now I'm like ah I really job wise like I gotta get my shit together um cause I don't I have a small place I really don't want a roommate mm-hmm. unless Austin comes back and needs to like crash her and you really don't want that you really don't want that <laughs> yeah but that was it was nice when, when he like I was like yeah. oh it's nice to have a rent you know someone helping with rent but um yeah I don't know I really I wanna keep working in that going towards Kids always makes me feel like I'm in the right place when I'm when I am working with kids. Um, but I just I don't know, honestly. Do you, do you feel okay? Okay, I, in that, I mean, in that art wise, I can go like art performance that kind of stuff. Wise, I know I have to to um, work on a dance piece again because that's like been aching at me, mm-hmm. and I have, and that's part of like this healing of my knee that I injured over the summer. I was working, I got to do that uh, bodies and urban spaces thing. Okay. And I did that with an injured knee, which I had injured in the hot, you know, and it was like at that, and I had my birthday right then and I was like, when I was working with that group and in, in, in that piece, a collaborative piece, it was so great and I was like, yes, this is what I love working collaboratively in, in dance and in creating art. And um, at the same time, I was like, you got to take, get this shit correct because yeah. then I was trying to go back. I've been trying to go back to ballet to classes just to train and, and I'm still, it's almost all the way better. Mm-hmm. But I remember there was a, a, a Jan Blunt, Blunt, I might be saying her name wrong. Amazing done African dance teacher. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they were doing some drop down stuff. Like, and I was just like, I can't do that. Yeah. And it just made me so sad. And it's just like, keep healing your knee. So I have been, I've been, I mean, and I refuse to go to doctors. I don't get mm-hmm. anything. I don't. Do you have health insurance? No. The, yeah. You can do it. You can do I the know. Obamacare thing. I know. Well, and I think I Let's qualify for all the Medicaid, actually, because I'm that poor. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you should try. <laughs> but, yeah. But, you know, trust me, I need to. My dad yells yeah. at me. and um, But, 
as far as stuff in the body, like I'm a self healer and knee stuff, you know, like, I'm like, there's this, I know I can heal this through postures and through Mm -hmm. what I'm doing right now. I'm strengthening. I'm learning a ton about it. And, um, but it's like the same as anytime I get really serious about yoga, it's kind of to support my other stuff, which I think is why anyone does it. It's to make you the rest of your life in and of itself it's like I'd go crazy and I think I was kind of going crazy when that was all I was doing right right you gotta have a variety so So, I wanna work on some art projects so some kids some kids (laughs) some art projects some dance stuff if you need if you need some like background like tree characters I'm I'm, I'm a great I'm a great tree uh, or uh, shrubbery. Oh, there is this other idea thing that I'll share with you because I haven't really told. I've talked to my one friend, you know, Nancy, Nancy P. I think so, yeah. Um, Nancy Pants, Nancy Perry. Mm-hmm. I'll say her name wrong, but I've talked to her about it. I don't know if anyone else, but I have, like, um, I don't know if it's going to be, a, like, a performance piece or some kind of art collaboration or just creating a group of... Um, and right now it seems women oriented, but I don't know that it has to be mm-hmm. like women, but dealing with mourning, like okay. rituals and for mourning and specifically and how people, cause I, how people deal with their mourning, with their sadness and with mm-hmm. tra- like, I, I just, whenever a friend of mine had, you know, has a tragedy, like goes through maybe a death of a parent or, you know, something major happens and I just, I don't. And in general, I just don't feel like we all uh, have a, a a ritual for that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you do the funeral or the whatever, and then people can do their art. And for sure, that's a purging. But as far as a, I don't know, that's something that keeps pulling at me, like wanting to create something. I mean, different cultures have their, you know, we had the Jewish, we had this like sitting shiva, and you yeah. kind of have the, you know, uh, Different cultures have, you know, the sackcloth and ashes kind of vibes. Uh-huh. Different things. Yeah, we don't... And here in the, in, in the hipster community, we don't really have... <laughs> we don't really have much in the way of dealing with that stuff. And I think it's... Yeah. And in, in the... I mean, it's a broader sense, too. Like, I think we're all mourning, sure. like, a lot of things that are going on in our society, in our world. But then in just... I don't know. There's something that I, I feel drawn to. And I think it ha- does have to do with... I have, like, specific friends who have dealt with with death, you know, in the past few years, um, and I don't know, like, I just think you carry, that's just something that doesn't get really talked about, like, you're Mm -hmm. supposed to just, like, you know, do your sadness thing, do your whatever, work through it, and then you're back, but it's like, I don't know, I feel like there's, I don't know, it just might be interesting to look at how people, different people and most of my friends are artists like how what kind of art how they process that stuff and maybe somehow documenting it i don't know yeah that's kind of a loose idea but that's got some ideas think what's next i always have way too many things yeah 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 yeah. i'm trying to do and then i just get overwhelmed and don't do any of them right i'm kind of a wreck i I mean i feel that (laughs) let's get honest here i feel the same way about but you know i think i have that too like i have have a bunch of things i want to do and it stifles me as well yeah you get over it's like overwhelmed and then i was like "Ah, oh okay i'm just gonna get bummed out now and sit around and listen to podcasts right right (laughs) but that's fine too i think it's it's about not feeling guilty about that too let's letting that be 
what your day is, if that's what the day is. You can't get something done every day. You know, two, three days ago, yeah. I had a day where all, I watched two movies and, and uh, <laughs> that was pretty much it. Just sat good. around, you know, and I felt guilty about it, but I knew that I shouldn't. Right. Someone told me that I shouldn't. Resting, like, that's, I'm not, I don't have a hard time, like, taking down time. But sometimes it's just I literally will sit down on the couch and having a little snuggle dog now, mm-hmm. like, I mean, she's wild and crazy, but she is, like, I've never had dog be as snuggly as she is. Yeah. She, you can just hug her for, like, you know, 20 minutes straight, and she's, she's just like, cute. oh, my God. Yeah. And, then, and then I'm just like, oh, this is cool. We're kind of just taking a little break. Right. And I have no desire to get up. I'm just like... She'll let you know when it's time to get up. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty nice. But All right. Well, let's, let's close it up. 620. I got to get to G Kundo. Oh. And maybe you do, too, depending on what, how you're feeling. I've been sitting here with Donna Rubin <laughs> in my kitchen. Uh, and it's, it's been a pleasure. Say, say bye to these uh, people out in the world. Bye, people out in the world. Thanks for listening. Folks, folks, thank you very much for listening. Uh, I'm excited to meet you out on the road, you Floridians. Oh, you know what I didn't mention? Cincinnati, my hometown. When I get back, my sister comes into town uh, on New on uh, Christmas Eve uh, with Wayne Fontaine. Not to forget her BF. And, uh, you know, it's going to be party time. It's going to be hang time, big time. And I want you to know that on the 27th of December, you need to come and check me out doing my rap shits at the Northside Tavern, a free event, a free concert. It is, I'm doing that, Molly Sullivan's playing a set, and Northside Nick and friends are doing some DJing. It's going to turn into an insane dance party after my set. So come hang out and uh, ring in the the direct meridian between Christmas and New Year's, the 27th, I believe. If you do the math, that would be the median there between the two. Uh, and so we're celebrating that median uh, and Northside Nick's birthday as well. Okay, you guys, been a pleasure hanging with you. The Wandering Wolf Podcast at gmail.com. TheWanderingWolf.com. Brand new. I'm so proud to be able to say that. At Yoni Wolf on Twitter, Instagram, Finstagram. Dig your man. Me, Y-O-N-I, but in Cincy. Huh, God. Okay. Keep wandering. Well, thanks, buddy. (laughs) Or something like that.